What is up, EKN Nation? My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole for a new edition of Face to Face here on the eCardiNews.com YouTube channel. Uh, getting back into it, obviously the, the season's kind of uh, wrapped up a little bit, a couple of big events still to come. So David and I have a little more time uh, to get at things here. Uh, more time in the office, not on a plane, not in an airport somewhere, not in a rental car. Uh, so lots of good stuff in terms of content on the YouTube channel coming up. Uh, David, it's going to be a great one today. This is kind of a cool one. It's not, it's, it's kind of carding, but it's not really carding because it's a couple of carters. But we're taking the opportunity to talk to the guys that were able to win this year's Mazda Motorsports Spec MX-5 uh, shootout. They'll be factory racers for the uh, Mazda Club Racing Program. Uh, Weston Workman and Nate Cicero. This is cool because we've watched these guys over the years come up through karting, and uh, they've been able to win a great opportunity. David, coming out and winning a shootout over what was an incredibly talented group of young kart racers. Yeah, the second year that we've ha been able to be involved with the program, and last year was the first year we we were we were part of it. We provided some nominees. Uh, it was uh, we actually had the opportunity to kind of to kind of interview all of the uh, the selections to the shootout but prior to the uh to going to the shootout this year we didn't quite have the time it was no kind time. of a quick bang 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 uh yeah. with, with the nominations and the selections and then the actual shootout itself so so now we're getting coming back with uh just the interviews with the two winners and like you said it get, again it's still karting related because again these guys are carters one's even at a karting event right now so uh, <laughs> that's right and we'll still, bring, we'll, uh, yeah. i love it We'll bring them in in a second. For those of you who don't know, know about it, Mazda does a program uh, where they bring a lot of, that uh, brought the Carters in. It was the first time last year uh, they did a shootout. Well, first of all, they had to do a video to get themselves nominated. The nominees had to do a video explaining who they were, what their career aspirations were, that kind of a thing. Uh, they got a chance then to go do a shootout last year at Road Atlanta, this year at Sebring International Raceway on the short course uh, to win an opportunity to race in the teen, NASA Teen Challenge as what essentially is a factory driver for Mazda's club program. Uh, last year's winner winners, uh, Alex Berg and Bryson Morris did extremely well, won a bunch of races and really got that experience. This year, the winners, as we said, Weston Workman and Nate Cicero. David, let's bring them in. Let's bring the, the winners in and we'll have a quick chat with them and, and spend some time. Guys, thank you so much for being here. We do appreciate it. Weston, Nate, uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yes, sir. Uh, Nate, we'll start with you only because David had mentioned that uh, you are still a Carter, obviously. There's still lots of racing to do. You're in Las Vegas right now for the Rock Vegas event. Thanks for taking the time. I guess, are you on track tomorrow, I think? Yeah, I believe uh, tomorrow through Sunday. Nice. Lots of racing to do. More more, uh, more races yeah. to win, which is for sure. Weston, what about you? Are you on the on the shelf right now? Are we going to see you out in any, doing any karting before the end of the year? Yeah, so I'm just going to be doing the GoPro local races for the rest of the year. We kind of, I kind of had a decision between Scusa Supernats or the uh, the Lucas Oil Shootout. So we're going to try to do the Lucas Oil Shootout at the end of the year. Nice. That's, that's awesome. We'll, uh, we'll dive into that as well, too. Lots of carters heading down to there. So we had a chance at the start of the show here to kind of uh, go uh, provide an overview uh, on the program. Uh, let, let's first and foremost, let's just let's talk about the initial uh, the initial feelings from winning. We'll go back into your origin story. You guys can tell us how you started in karting and how you kind of got to the point where you're at. We'll dive into a little bit about uh, the process of the video you had to put together and the actual shootout itself, the track shootout at Sebring. But let's just first, uh, Weston, we'll start with you. And I love watching the video when it happens. Your track side, it's all said and done. They say your name. You know, that's a, that's a career thing, a movement forward. What were what were your thoughts then, and what are your thoughts now? Um, so it was kind of just like relief almost because <laughs> I've been I've been trying at it for 
a over a year because I was I was chosen last year and then I didn't get it. So I was like improving on things I needed to improve on. Because this year they were kind of well, both years they were looking for just like someone who's like presentable and marketable and things like that. They weren't really looking for the fastest driver. So um it's just over the year I've been working on that. And then when I heard my name, it was just kind of like I did it. I I did what I needed to do. I improved on what I needed to improve on. Well, and you're right. They always look for the complete driver, right? It's not just right. outright speed. It's Mazda. You've got to be able to represent the brand outside the race car as well. So many great drivers that have, have been with Mazda over the years. Now, Nate, we'll ask you the same question. But first, did they say your names at the same time? Or was it one guy first and then the other guy? How did, how did they let, how did they roll it they, out? So they said Weston first. So obviously, you know, there's a lot of other people <laughs> that could have won it. And after right. I was like, oh, you know, was, there's only one spot left. So, you know, it'd be great to win. But even if you don't win, so again, two days of amazing experience driving a car, which a lot of people haven't done on a track. Yeah. My second and third day ever driving a car on a track. Um. So yeah, that was definitely a relief to, <laughs> to be called the second name. Uh, I've been working for this for the last pretty much five years ever since yeah. I started karting, leading up to that moment. So that was pretty awesome. Let's take the opportunity before we kind of give you guys a chance to talk about your own careers. So, you know, obviously, Nate, you, you kind of came into the national scene running in the KA100 category. You've moved to X30 uh, a little bit now, but I would have to feel that some of that KA100 experience probably better suited maybe to the Mazda, right? The, the keeping the momentum up, that kind of thing. Would you would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, just rolling the speed through the corners and keeping that uh, minimum speed up. In the, uh, translating that from the KA to the Mazda. Definitely. You know, you know, the funny thing is, is that a lot of the people that we we nominate, right? You guys are anywhere between you know fifteen or whatever, and, and 19, 20 years of age. I, I, a lot of kids these days aren't driving manual transmission cars, right? You're driving around in an automatic. Kind of, you know, Weston's laughing about this. <laughs> Cole, can David? You could drive a standard, can you not? I, I I've never done it, but I probably could. I know oh, it's dude. sad. It's sad. I'm forty two years old, and I'm never good. Yeah, <laughs> I should try it. I actually have a you manual try. car that I daily drive every day. You do have one. Oh, Weston has one. Yeah. Well, okay. What kind of car is it? I have a Lexus IS300. Okay. That's a nice car. I like yeah. that car. Uh, what about you, Nate? I don't like, have a car had yet. you had? But yeah, cause that's what I'm saying. Had you? So you had never <laughs> driven a, tr a manual transmission car or car at all? Yep. What? So that that must have been wild trying to go racing one. On the Thursday before the shootout. I went to Roebling Road to go test a, uh, the Spec MX-5 because I hadn't driven, you know, as they said, any manual car. So I had to learn that in one day, which wow. wasn't too bad. I, I, I was able to get it straight away. It didn't stall, so that was good. That's really uh, good. And then just had to get a just had to get a feeling for heel and toe and, and downshifting, and luckily it came pretty quick. So, yeah. It's uh, the, the, the heel and toe thing is obviously, you know, that's the craft, right? When it comes to running these kind of race cars. Now, not all the cars now with the, with the uh, you know, the, the sequential gearboxes and, and the, the shift on the wheel. But that's still a craft to be able to learn. And, and how tough was that? First, I'll talk to you, Nate. We'll ask you, Weston, the same thing. Then we'll dive into your careers. How hard was it to learn that? Because it's not an it's, – it's, it's a dance on the, on the pedals. Uh, it was probably especially tough for me because I hadn't been doing that in the sim. I, I didn't know how to do it, and okay. uh, just just learning how to position your feet was definitely the toughest part. Yeah, uh, but you know, just getting time doing it, getting more sessions, it, obviously you can learn it. And uh, lucky enough, I was able to to get it decently good. I wasn't getting the shifts every time, but you know, get that up to speed yeah. on the first day. Well, obviously, good enough. 
Uh, Weston, what about you? When yeah. you're driving the Lexus around town, are you heel towing? <laughs> no, the, the pedals aren't built for that. I, I, I rev match, but it's hard to heel tow. You can see Weston coming into the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, let's let's uh, obviously EK Nation tuning in here. We've got some questions coming in. We'll bring them out here in a couple seconds. Nate, let's start with you. What is your origin story? You, you mentioned five years of work. Uh, you kind of burst onto the national scene with Rollison Performance Group a couple of years ago. What? Where did it start for you? Where did the passion for racing start? Let's let's kind of build the 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 Nate Cicero brand a bit here. I'd probably have one of the maybe one of the more interesting stories, I guess. Uh, so I like that since I was probably two or three. I just loved cars. No idea why. No one in my family has ever done anything in racing. So I was pretty much the pioneer I guess, for, for me and my sister uh, and getting a whole family into it. And yeah. car names were pretty much the the first words I learned. Uh, and I would always go up to people. I remember at my kindergarten, I would go up to the teachers and ask to see their car keys to see what car they had. And I was able to you know, tell them what they had. And uh, yeah, that, that was... Uh, much I got into cars, and then my dad saw a commercial for this Grand Prix New York. I don't know if anyone knows it, probably not, but yep, no, no, uh, yeah, Mount Kisco, so, baby. That's where yeah. a lot of race car drivers yeah, come yeah, out of there, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've a lot of people coming out of there, uh, you know, uh, Josh Green, who's in, uh, yeah, I believe he was in USF last year, USF, uh, Robert McGinnis, a couple other, yeah, yeah. Rob McGinnis, George McGinnis, yeah. as well as brother, uh, James Rhodes in National Race last year, that's right, uh, yeah. has been. Doing some club races, a lot of a lot of people, a lot of good people have come out of there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just we started out there, did a couple of years there, probably from 2014 to 2018, I believe. Uh, and then I started national or nationally racing in 2019. Oh no, wait, no, 2020. Sorry, uh, and kind of went off from there. Did you come right out of out it. of? Did you come out of Grand Prix New York and go right national racing, or did you do some Oakland Valley stuff? Or I know a lot of guys went to Oakland yeah, Valley first. Yeah, I went to Oakland Valley uh, for a few years with uh, <laughs> uh, Mackler, uh, Mackler karting team. Mackler, uh, yeah. Stephen Mackler races yeah. uh, in yeah. GT4, uh, Super Trail LMP3. He was a really good coach, came me up to speed uh, pretty quick. So that was good. And his brother, Stuart Mackler, who is my tuner now the past couple of years and they've worked with RPG a little bit in the past. So we went with them and in, in 2020 and was able to have uh, some pretty good debut races. You did. Yeah, you did. You came out racing you... in Descusa. We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN radio network. In karting, it's important to be supported by the right people with over 40 years of experience in the sport. Trinity Karting Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs are available in 2021 for the USPKS and the Supercarts USA Pro Tour and Super Nationals with full product sales and service and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Karting Group is a full service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati which gives us access to our custom-designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private, one-on-one coaching to take you to the next level. Trinity Karting Group is also your Midwest home for Tony Kart and IAMI, and we're your source for MG and Avinco tires in the region. Tony Kart quality cannot be beat, so call us today to put you in a new chassis for your next event. 
From arrive and driving coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Karting Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Karting Group has a long history in the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perlin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perlin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perlin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races, with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe North America and Asia, becoming the CIK FIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Parallel USA is North America's source for Parallel products, and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans Tag Single Speed Chassis for Junior and Senior Classes, and the 28mm Mini Cart for the Cadet Classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world, and it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro De Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parallel. For more information, head to ParallelUSA.com. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history of motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level of track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is power tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of race day. Be sure to follow Briggs and Stratton Racing on Facebook and through at Race Briggs on Instagram. To learn more about the 206 engine or to find the North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs and Stratton Racing, what powers you? Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Trust me, I'm like announcing this race. I'm like, who the hell is this Nate Cicero kid? Like, what? Like, this guy's up running yep. up front. And, yeah, you know, you won, the, you won the championship, you won the win, right? Winner, winner Series Champion. You yeah. won the Winner Series Championship at KA. Yeah, the, the first race I was fourth, and then I won the other three. So that was, yeah, that's that was a, pretty that's fun awesome. being, being an unknown. I like that. You like that? <laughs> well, you, that didn't last very yeah. long, Nate. <laughs> it didn't yeah. last long. Well, well even still in Indiana, yeah. I think a lot of people didn't really know 
what I was going to be able to do because the field wasn't too big in Homestead. It was probably True. 10 yep. people. Yeah, it was a little bit. Yeah, I think we had 14 or 15 in one race, right? Yeah. 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 But listen, you, you, in Indiana, you've done, nice. yeah, you've done great over the last couple of years for sure. Weston, let's move to you. What is, uh, What's your origin story? Where, where'd you get started? I, I, if I'm not mistaken, you were an indoor karting guy too, as I remember. Yeah, right? I was. Yeah. yeah. So, Victory Lane, right? Yeah. So just like Nate, I just had a love for cars, mainly from my dad. My dad loves cars too. And then, so he took me to Victory Lane. And I was around seven, and then I just, I just loved it from there. And then we started doing their, their youth programs, and they had a great youth program there. And then, uh. I mean, it was it was just like learning the learning the cart dynamics and things like that, and then I started winning, I started winning there, and then we were kind of just like, what should we do to you know further this? And then we were lucky that GoPro was only forty minutes up the road, so we started doing there. We started with Tim Shutt, and he was he's been very good. I mean, he does like he does everything. He does the engine building, the coaching, the cart tuning, the transport. He does everything. So it was really That's good nice. to have him. And then we started doing the the local races at GoPro. And then I was third the first year of that uh, championship. And that was the first year they ran KA. I, st I started in KA, so I didn't go to mini. I went straight to KA. There you go. And then um, after that, we started doing national races. And then, yeah, it was, I mean. It was solid success, too. Like you, were, you, were in, you were up front quite a bit, right, in, in the league pack and battling it out in your national events. Yeah, it, it, took, it took a little minute, but, yeah, we got there. <laughs> Good man. All right, so let's let's jump into this program right now. We're obviously talking uh, about the the Mazda shootout for the the drivers in the spec, spec MX five. Um, we talked about the the opportunity. You hear your name to get the win, Nate. Let's start with you. We we send in our nominees. We know who they're picking. We're going back and forth with David. We know what the list is. How did they go about doing it? Did you get did you get an email or a phone call? What was it to say? Hey, listen, you've been nominated for this program. Uh, so I got an email or a. A message on Instagram. I remember from from you asking for, uh, it was like my age the first day. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, I, you know, it might be for some article or, or something. <laughs> uh, and the next day, it was for email, I think. And then you know, okay. being nominated for the Spec MX5 shoot, I was like, oh wow, that's pretty cool. Because I remember awesome. looking at that the last year and just hearing all about it and seeing that, that was a pretty cool event. So yeah, just <laughs> getting kind of almost like punch in the face with being nominated for that right away just not you know not really knowing what to expect uh and then uh, over the next what two weeks probably was having to have our video submission and a bunch of calls with uh, Dave especially uh just getting prepared for the shootout and then we also had uh gopro for USPKS right before it so there's a whole lot compact in there right. two or three weeks so it was really really busy but uh really fun yeah, like uh, the pressure was it was interesting. Yeah, you're young. You're fine. Don't worry about pressure. Don't worry about being busy. Uh, Weston, what about you? You'd gone through this before. You you know you got yeah. the the email before. You spent some time with David Cook and the crew at Mazda and, and that whole deal. Um, I, I'm assuming, like you said, after that first one, you're like, listen, I did it last year. Um, you know, I, I I know what my shortcomings were. You've worked hard on trying to make sure you rounded yourself out and all that stuff that they maybe sat down because that's one of the big things about the program, right? You get so much input when you're there right. from the Max Pappas's, from the everybody that's part of the program. You can, you, you're able to, to work on it. I would have to think of all the work you did to get that phone call again or that, that email again was like, yes, mm -hmm. I get one more shot at it. Yeah, so it was different from last year because last year for the video, they really wanted us to like explain 
our racing aspirations and things we have done in racing and what racing means to us. And then this year, it was kind of more of like how you can market yourself, how you can create value for companies and things like that. So it's kind of difficult because coming from karting, a lot of carters don't really have experience in doing that. So I think I think that's the reason why a lot of people didn't get chosen. And then uh, well, what else was I going to say? This year, it was, it was just kind of I had to figure out like what I was going to do off track besides on track. Cause I, I figured if they picked me again, I, I, I had to be doing good on the driving side of it. So I yep. just had to figure out how I could, how I could um, do good off track. And then, cause this year you had to talk to people and it wasn't like, so last year they had, they had set up, um, they had set up interviews and things like that this year. It was kind of they wanted to see how well you could go out and do those things for yourself. So you had to talk to people instead of them setting up interviews for yourself. Oh, I like that. That was that was gonna be my next question was what were kind of the differences? Obviously a different venue. You were at Road Atlanta last year. This year they went to Sebring International Raceway. So aside from the racetrack, what were kind of the different things? Obviously, you just mentioned they were they were trying to do more of a informal interview where they were had scheduled interview. Was the on-track sessions different? Were anything else different from last year? So this year we actually had two days on track, and last year we had one day. So I felt okay. like people who had, didn't have much experience in a car had a better chance this year because they had more experience in a car now. Okay. Like that guy, right? Like that guy. Where is how do I do this? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Down over, down over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so I, I actually, I actually didn't get an email that I was chosen. Uh, I. I actually got a text from Paulie Massimino. He said, congrats on making the shootout. I was like, I didn't, I didn't even know I made it, but thank you. That's good. That's good. Good for Paulie. That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, I, I like the, the, the difference in, in the approach. And uh, that's one of the things I think that a lot, of, a lot of kids really need to understand when you're coming into racing. What you do outside the car is oftentimes even as important, if not more important. I remember in speaking of a Mazda driver, Spencer Piggott, who, of course, was a, a championship carter coming up, then won multiple, like four scholarships on his way to his time in IndyCar and, of course, now in, in IMSA. Uh, when he got to IndyCar, I remember one of the things he said to me was, man, I didn't realize that like, the racing's 25% of it and everything you do out of the car is the other 75, right? So they really yeah. threw you into the deep end saying, hey, listen, you guys got to come down here and everybody's here. Go introduce yourself. Set up your set up your, your interactions because that's the way it works, right, Nate? How was that for you? Was that something that was – did you feel like you were thrown into the deep end? Yeah, I'm not the most social person. So that was probably the <laughs> toughest part for me. I was just trying to make sure I was going rounds and rounds, talking to everyone that was uh, just everyone in the spec MX-5 side and a few people on the MX-5 cup side. Yep. Uh, just talking over and over and over. Just, you know, <laughs> even if you're just talking about, like, uh, what is your history in racing or uh how do you like the weather something like that. <laughs> that just literally anything just going up and talking to people that was the important thing and uh i guess i i did it good enough so that's awesome. Nate, one, one thing i've that's noticed is that you only have instagram you don't have twitter you don't have a facebook page is that something they talk yeah. to you about during the the shootout uh no but i i got instagram literally only to just market my racing pretty much just show my racing results okay. i i don't go on social media that often i i don't use it i don't post anything else unless it's just my racing results and i got it midway through last year just during during the pandemic uh well, and listen that yeah i remember in that... after newcastle you guys were 
think you asked if I had Instagram. I was like, no, not yet. Uh, <laughs> You're trying to tag you. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, yeah, listen, yeah. that's that's one thing that listen, that's that's a, that's a lesson for all the young racers out there um who you know, you're looking for sponsorship and you're trying to find, hey, what deliverables can I bring to a sponsor? Um social media is key, right? And and as I, I say a lot, the people is stay on brand. I think you're exactly right. You're using your Instagram for your racing. That's really all you should use social media for, to be honest. I know people want to use it for publicly and I'm hanging with my friends and but if you're a race car driver, all those followers on on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it may be, that's a valuable thing to have in terms of, of being able to sell that to a sponsor, to be able to have that attention that you're getting, right? Content you develop is something that at least you're in control of when it comes to being a motorsport uh, uh, professional. So, Nate, we expect to see all the platforms pretty soon. <laughs> hey, listen. I'll, I'll maybe. Yeah. All right. We'll see if the Mazda guys beat you down on that one. Let's let's talk about what you know yeah. that's going to happen next year. Do you guys have any idea? Have you talked about what team you're with next year, where you're going to be racing? Have they given you a schedule, or are we just kind of kind of waiting for that? So we're going to be racing with um, Advanced Autosport next year. They haven't released a schedule yet. Okay. Likely West Coast. I know the guys I think the guys did West Coast last year, right? They Yeah, they did team West Coast last year, but this year they're they're trying to make it the transition over to the East Coast. Oh really? All right. Yeah. That's interesting. They're trying, to, they're, trying to, they're trying to get us on more bucket list tracks this year. Oh, I like that. All right. Okay. Listen, uh, and I, this is a question I would kind of roll in. Oh, Dave's got another one. I was Go, just saying, well, okay, what's a bucket list <laughs> racetrack for each of you? <laughs> That's good. I like that. Road Nate, America. I like that. Go first. Road America. Okay. Mm. Yep. I love Weston. that place. Uh, they're talking about going to Sebring again. I like Sebring. Full okay. that that would be the full track, probably, right? Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead, Rob. Uh, I was just my my next question would be to roll in. How do you leverage this, right? How do you you, you have this program? And Sonya Jackson, David, you want to bring that up, or you want yep. me to do it? Uh, Sonya Jackson asked the question. She says, "Question for both drivers: Where do you see yourself in two years in your racing career? So you have this program." You're going Spec Miata racing next year on the East Coast, as you guys are talking about. In your mind, how do you leverage that? Where do you spin off? You know, I think any young driver probably would sit down in karting and go, I would love to go here, 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 open wheel, sports cars, whatever it may be. How has this opportunity made you think about your future? Where do you see yourself in two years and beyond? Weston, um, we'll start with you. In two years, I would hope to see myself in Global MX5 because using using this year for Spec MX5 and then hopefully getting – I get an automatic nomination to the Global MX5 shootout next year, so hopefully use that to leverage to get again to the Global MX5 shootout and then hopefully doing well in that to race Global MX5 next in 2023. So my mindset would be looking at look at sports cars, see the opportunities because you know yeah. you know obviously uh, David and I are I'm obviously huge into the road dandy and you know, open wheel, but we're also very you know big fans of sports car racing. I go back to the the, the history of my you know twenty something years I've been in this, and the one guy that was there at the very start when I had my first magazine was Mark Miller, and he kind of came through the the Spec Miata program and has developed a fantastic career as a professional race car driver because he is that complete driver. Um, do you look at that, Weston? Do you say, hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe I can see myself with a you know a twenty or thirty year sports car career. Yeah. So being with Mazda, they really push the sports car side of things because there's a lot more opportunities on the sports car side of things. But I'm also, I'm also, I'm just exploring all my opportunities. So I'm also looking at open wheels and things like that. The Road to Indy program. And we pause our face to face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. 
At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of many drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Based in Lodi, California, Leading Edge Motorsports is the Western importer with IP karting that includes the Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Leading Edge Motorsports provides in-depth driver development for those racers in Northern California and across the country. Arrive and drive services, kart preparation, and driver coaching are available under the LEM 10 throughout the season. Bell's record of working with drivers includes recent victories at North America's biggest karting events, including the Rock the Rio and the Scusa Super Nationals. Greg Bell's knowledge for building engines spans two decades and is now under the Mega Power branding, providing reliable engine service and tuning knowledge. No matter the chassis brand, choose Mega Power to get to the front. Click over to LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com for more and find them on social media to stay connected. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. You can buy all the latest and greatest products on the market, but when you're carting to win, it boils down to one thing, you, the driver. Gain the knowledge and abilities by investing in yourself at the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy, and you'll find those extra tenths of a second you need to put yourself on the podium. The school was established by Supercarts USA Hall of Fame driver Allen Rudolph, with decades of victories and championships in multiple forms of the sport, including other disciplines of racing. Allen Rudolph Racing Academy, located at the Speed Sports Racing Park in the metropolitan Houston area, is designed to teach driving skills at all levels. The instructors of the academy have decades of racing experience and educating drivers of all ages. Classes at the academy will teach the concepts and skills needed both behind the wheel and off the track. From the beginning kart racing experience and intro to karting courses, to their advanced one-day and two-day courses and karting clinics, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can improve the skills of any driver. For more information on the specific programs that the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can provide for you, head to speedsports.com and click on the Racing Academy page. Be sure to follow the Academy on social media by searching for Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for karts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Well, you and you mentioned you mentioned going to the Lucas Oil Shootout right. as well, right? There's an opportunity yeah. to get in their series, their yeah. series, the, the the Formula Car series with the scholarship to go into USF Juniors. 
Nate, what about you? Five years, just you're talking about the fact coming out of indoor karting, you go national racing, you've won some titles right now, a lot of races, you, you know, your name's in that hunt of, hey, this is one of the top drivers we have right now in sp single speed karting. Did you have designs on going one direction? Uh, does, is this with that design? Are you the same as, as Western? Are you looking at both? But having this opportunity, what's what's the next two years look like? I would say definitely, hopefully, you know, this year uh, going with obviously spec MX-5, building uh, my car experience, and then hopefully the year after in MX-5, oh, or build MX-5, same thing. Uh, I think that series looks really cool. The cars look so much fun to drive. Uh, and then from there, definitely, I'd say sticking with the sports car route. You know, Formula cars are and that's, really cool. It's really nice to watch that. But yeah, the, the I, sports I, car I, stuff just looks so much fun. I was going to say, Nate, but like I, I, I'm a, I love, I love IndyCar and I love road Indy, but, but man, IMSA prototypes are so badass. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ethan, Ethan yep. McKay just, Ethan McKay just asked a question that plays perfectly for this. What is your guy's ultimate goal in your racing career? Such as where do you want to be racing at the peak of your career? Right. This kind of fits right into that. You're talking about going, you know, global MX five cup, which is such a tremendous series. Like literally edge of your seat racing all year <laughs> long. Right. People just love, I love watching those races they are amazing. But what is, what is that ultimate goal, realistic goal for you guys? Weston, we'll start with you. Are you thinking, is, is it prototypes or whatever, right? Yes, it would, it, would, it would be sports cars or prototypes. So I think there's more opportunities going that route than, you know, trying to go to go to F1 or things like that. Yeah, agreed. Uh, you know, even F, I, F1's unattainable in my mind for, you know, obviously 99.9% .9 of every car that we talk to. Yeah. Uh, but obviously yeah. with, with IndyCar and sports cars, with the scholarship programs that are available, I think that'd be fun. What about you, Nate? Do you look at the IMSA, IMSA guys, the GTDs and the GT guys, and you're like, yeah, I could do that all day long? Yeah. Uh, I mean, my, my main coach is Stephen Mackler. He races in, in IMSA, so it'd be awesome to be his teammate in the future. He's talked about that, so it'd be awesome to race <laughs> with us and team so that would be that'd be pretty cool to do it's lmp3 gtd uh, gte even uh doing what we'll so take that'd it, be right? pretty cool yeah, yeah. It, you, know, you know it's cool because i remember i remember back in the in the in the late 90s when a, a kid named patrick long was a factory driver for crg went to do the formula ford festival ran with van diemen and it kind of went away from what you know everybody's like well you should be into f three, whatever it may be, right? Do what you can do over in Europe. That's what Patrick did, but he connected with Porsche and here he is. He's got this, you know, 25 year career as a Porsche factory driver. Is, is that something that goes into your mind? Do you think about, Hey, I'm attached to Mazda. Maybe I do whatever I can to be with them as long as I can, because a lot of people have done that. Weston. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's just using your opportunities to your advantage. So just, you know, staying with Mazda for as long as you can, but also, you know, seeing what else, what other opportunities there are. That's it. Nate? Yeah, I think Mazda are, uh, yeah, pretty much. They're, also, they're a really good brand trying to give us the best opportunities we uh, they can give us right now, and they're trying to help us progress. So, yeah, working with them, definitely, and yeah, seeing where we get from there. When does testing start for next year? Do you get a chance to do some off-season testing before you guys go racing? Yeah, I think they said March or February. Yeah, at, yeah, um, uh, February, April, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So you'd be battling each other too, which I like. It's not, it's not just the other drivers, right? It's inter-team yeah. battling. Yeah, <laughs> we were we were really close on pace, so it's that was that was pretty nice to see. We picked like the two closest people were like what a, a tenth apart, pretty much the whole time, yeah. two tenths. Yeah, like that. that's awesome. Yeah. Before we'll the have, shootout, we'll have had battles you. on track. 
before the shootout, had you guys like conversed off the racetrack? Have you guys known each other for, for a little bit? Um, not really. The first race I raced him was actually the Rotax Grand Nationals in 2019. I had no idea who he who he was. He was he was like he was super fast, but I had never heard of him before. So I was kind of yeah, like, who is this guy? I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was, that was uh, uh, the first New time. Jersey, wasn't it? No, that was Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh. Yes, yeah, sorry. Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, Nate, yeah, you definitely was, made it that was a fun race. Quick, yeah. I like that. That was good. That's good. And yeah, Rotax obviously coming back in a big way now. A lot of good programs for Rotax. David, anything else for these two uh, uh, new factory drivers for Mazda? Yeah, right there. Oh, both drivers. I like this. This is from Sonia Jackson again. Who's your favorite driver and why? Let's go. Nate looks like he's still thinking. Weston's like, yeah, I got it. Who's your favorite <laughs> driver and why? You could probably guess, but it's, it probably has to be Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, he's a badass. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty it's impressive. 100 wins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. His story and what he's accomplished, I think he's he's one of the best drivers in the world. No doubt about that. Nate, what about you? I have a few. You can't, probably, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't say Steve McAleer. No. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go on the route of uh, F1 drivers. You know, I go. Uh, I really like Ricardo because you know his personality is amazing. He's really he is, yeah. struggling a little bit this year sometimes, but still able to get that win even when he's having a tough season. Uh, Charles Leclerc. I don't know. I just uh, watching him in a two, and then going through that one straight into Ferrari and beating Sebastian Vettel, four-time world champion, your first uh, year at Ferrari. I can't imagine the pressure, and still able to do it. And uh, oh, Fernando yeah. Alonso, just because Fernando, Fernando Alonso, right. he's amazing. <laughs> just watching right? him, <laughs> watching him cut corners on purpose uh, to <laughs> to go against the FA and prove them wrong. Uh, I thought that was awesome, by the way. Hilarious defending. Uh, just his personality, he just doesn't care about anyone else. It's uh, it's fun to watch. You know, maybe not be like him, but it's cause <laughs> he, he he does everything for him, and it's not uh, he doesn't always make the best decisions. But just watching <laughs> him on track is always is always a critique here. Special. Yeah, uh, and only yeah, one well, of those four only one of those four drivers have ever raced at the super at the supernats, right, David? Yeah, well, Leclerc, Daniel right? was at the Supernats. He was Daniel was there, but he didn't he race. Did, he didn't race. Uh, it, it was actually the year Travis Sinato won, but was disqualified because or penalized for jumping the start. So uh, yeah, and what the, what uh, chassis was uh, what chassis was Charles Leclerc on when he was there? Uh, the the uh, RGP. RGP. David Cole. Before, well done. <laughs> before uh, it merged with Burrell. That's right. Well, guys, listen. This is big. I, we're you know we uh, obviously sat back. We we found out uh, as you guys that I didn't even know, but you know they were sending us messages. We're really proud of both of you for number one representing EKN and and the, and the community of karting down there. We thank you so much for that. And man, we're excited. We're looking forward to seeing what you guys can do next year. Um, I'm sure you guys are on pins and needles. 2022 is going to be a fun year, guys. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, David. Definitely. Thank you. Well, Weston, thank you so much for joining us. Nate, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll drop you in the back of the studio. You hang out there so we can chat before we're done. Uh, David, cool, cool deal is, you know, we throw a bunch of names uh, at the guys at Mazda, and they the, the feedback that we got, we talked about this before the show, the feedback that we got from David Cook was that, man, we thought you sent us great drivers last year. The quality of the drivers you sent us this year was amazing, and that's got nothing to do with us. We're just picking great drivers. We just have such a good pool of young racers in that, in that time, in that age window, David, that's just, it's, it's tough to pick the, pick them all. Some guys could have been in, but weren't, but just quality guys. And I'm happy for both these racers. Quality drivers, because again, we had two females we did, yeah. finalists this year, uh, yeah. Annie rule and Hannah Greenmeyer. 
Uh, again, Han- Annie, one of the top shifter cart drivers in the country. Hannah, one of the top single speed drivers in the country. And again, it's West Coast to East Coast, North to South, just all these different drivers. Hannah from Colorado. Uh, you know, we got a lot of our top top carters from the West Coast. We got a lot of top carters from the East Coast. It's just all over the place. But like you said, really, it's the quality, the quality of not only drivers, but the quality of people that uh, that we do have in our sport. And that's uh, it's it's looking good for not only karting, but for future motorsports here in North America. Yeah, we'll cross our fingers that Mazda keeps this going. You mentioned the female drivers that we were able to bring in this year and Annie and, and Hannah. And you we look at some of the kids coming up in micro and mini. There's, There's a, a lot, lot of really of, good a lot of good female drivers coming up yes. the ranks. So uh, you know, that's one of the things like who's gonna be, you know, that a- Ashley Rojero, she was kind of like she set the bar of uh, of female drivers. I think Hannah's gotten to that point that where she's almost, you know, she's kind of that Ashley Rojero level. And yeah. I think now we're getting, you know, we're getting more and more female drivers coming up the ranks. So again, that's, that's another aspect of our sport. Just so many different drivers from all across, all, all across the country. Yeah. Big shout out to Mazda Motorsports for dipping down as they have for many, many years back when John Junior was doing it. I remember John and I were talking about the fact that he wanted Mazda to be a friend to karting. He spent a lot of money, would, would invest in some of the series, but they continue to, 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 to see karting as what it is. It's a fantastic driver development program. Some people want to stay in karting for all their lives. That's what it's all about. It's, it's their life. It's what they do. Others, it's a development program. It's that, it's that ladder system to potentially become a professional race car driver. That's where they're... And, and- you know, and great marketing too, because a lot of a lot of people are dry, are driving Mazdas around the country for their right uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. you know that it's, there's a lot involved with motorsports, not only in marketing side, but on the non non motorsports side as well too. Yeah. So big thank you to Mazda Motorsports and David Cook for being involved for bringing us in as well. And shout out one more time to uh, Weston Workman and Nate Cicero this year's uh, Mazda Motorsports. Uh, club racing factory drivers. We look forward to following them. We'll make sure we keep an eye on them. We'll, we'll uh, make sure we share their social media posts throughout the 2022 season. So you see how they're doing and representing karting. But otherwise, this edition of Face to Face is done. Lots more to come. I've got a bunch of guys lined up for the next couple of weeks. So expect a lot of content coming out through to the end of the season. I want to thank you for joining us here on the EKN, both Facebook and YouTube channel. On behalf of David Cole, my name is Rob Howden. Bye for now.